Introducing the Coffee with Kathy Daily Devotional Journal. It has daily encouragement, confessions, reading plans, and more. Available on coffeewithkathy.com or Amazon Prime. You can also check out the Coffee with Kathy sweatshirts, coffee mugs, and bundles on coffeewithkathy.com. Also, if you haven't already, take a minute to subscribe to the Coffee with Kathy podcast where you can get encouraged weekly. Now go make it a coffee drinking kind of day. So calm down. Some of y'all need to play catch up. Good morning. Oh, this lighting looks good, Sarah. Sarah got me fixed right. Amen. All of y'all need a Sarah in your life. Good morning. Good morning. In case you missed it, I've had way more coffee than I should have. Don't tell my husband because he thinks I'm only on two cups a day, but I'm really on three cups a day. Good morning, everybody. Give me a hand up emoji so I know you're here. I know who's here. All you stalkers out there, give me a hands up emoji so I can see who you really are. <laughs> hey, man. Good morning, y'all. Coffee with Kathy. It's going to be a good one today. We're going to talk about resentment. We're going to talk about anger. They're going to give me a heart emoji if you have resentment and anger issues. <laughs> if you have anger issues and resentment, we're going we're gonna to get a heart emoji, just so I know who my audience is out there today. <laughs> hey, share the video. Take time to share before I start. Let me make sure I shared. Yes, I did. Oh, yes, I did. Come on. Well, welcome. Where is everybody? I want somebody to put my sister on. What's that thing? APB. Put an APB out on my sister because she shouldn't take so long to get on here. It's not like she got a life or anything. Old people don't do that much. Right? Right. It's a good one today, y'all. Wait till you hear this. I'm, I'm reading today's date. The word for today is clarity. So this is going to fit in so good with my message. It's not going to be long today. So grab your cup of coffee, your pen and your paper and your Bible, and get ready. Share the broadcast real quick in Jesus' name. Be forgiving without being a fool. Let go of the pain. But hey, hold on to the lesson it taught you right? You want clarity and closure, not baggage. How many of you are tired of carrying around baggage? And that's what resentment and anger do. They cause you to carry around baggage. So this just happened to fall on today, and I hadn't even read it yet to know. And we're at 2 Corinthians 2, 5 and 8. If anyone has caused grief, he has not so much grieved me as he has grieved all of you to some extent, not to put it too severely. The punishment inflicted uh-huh, right. The punishment inflicted on him by the majority is sufficient. Now instead, you ought to forgive and comfort him. Y'all, this Second 2 Corinthians 2, you ought to read it sometime. Amen. Now instead, you ought to forgive and comfort him so that he will not be overwhelmed by excessive sorrow. I urge you, therefore, to remain, to re reaffirm your love for him. Father, help us forgive others so we can be forgiven. Amen. Yes, I'm here, Kathy. Praise the Lord. Uh, what happened was uh, internet, probably. Or it's just, you know how Facebook delays things, right? Is what it is. 
Oh, we were on time. Problem is, Facebook delays getting it to you in hopes that nobody will watch me. But the devil is a liar. I rebuke and curse that in Jesus' name. Uh, I started off by telling all of y'all to give me a hand up emoji to let me know you're here. So thank you, Kathy, for letting me know you're here. Welcome. Good morning. And um, we were looking for my sister. So if anybody's seen her or my cousin Tammy, uh, that would be great and share the broadcast because I'm going to talk about resentment. It's going to be quick. So I'm going to give you all time to get on here. Oh, can't talk to you. for. Oh, yes, okay. Oh, my mother, why'd you do that? Undo that. Block that girl. Don't tag her. Hey, oh, you did, Randy. Listen, Randy, I had three cups of coffee, and this is why I feel like I'm spinning around in circles. I, I got up at 5, five o'clock, and I've been going strong ever since then. I think that you ought to already um, drink a cup of coffee per hour. That could be a new rule. Coffee with Kathy, that you have to drink one cup of coffee per hour. So glad y'all are all here. Oh, Justin, where's Justin? We're missing so many people. Like, don't make me come to your house, people. Don't make me come to your house. It's Thursday, 10 o'clock. I've been doing this for like six years. It, it, this isn't like news, new. Unless Facebook's got me hid from all y'all. I don't know, but we're going with it anyway. I was talking to a friend of mine. Yes, believe it or not, I have friends, okay? Or I have a friend, calm down. But I know how to spell the word friend. Let's just put that way. Um, but I was talking to a friend of mine that needed some help uh, maybe just a couple of weeks ago, and she's suffering from an unbearable, unjust situation. She's angry and she's resentful at the person who has caused all of this suffering in her life and this miserable in her life. And so she called me for counseling and for wisdom. And I can't share her whole story because obviously the details are unimportant, although all of y'all are like, no, tell me all the details. <laughs> because I have the same problem, Kathy. There's this person in my life that is make, making me miserable. We're talking about resentment and anger today. So I said, uh, put a heart emoji. Good morning, uh, Jim and Mary. Good morning, y'all. I said, put a heart emoji if you're struggling with resentment and anger, <laughs> just so I know who I'm preaching to. Hey, but probably nobody. Nobody would admit it anyway. Uh, but your anger and your resentment are just as real as my friend's anger and resentment that she's holding on to and that she, you know, it, she's justified in it. I get it. She's justified. It's understandable when we're angry. It's understandable when um, uh, people do us wrong, right? But she's looking for answers just like you're looking for answers. And, okay, Justin, those heart emojis kind of count. So I'm going to preach to you about anger and resentment. Because I said put a heart emoji in if you're suffering from anger and resentment. Uh, but this is a good post-it note. Anger is always masking a more vulnerable emotion. Okay, so anger is not just anger on its own. Anger is always masking it's the fruit of whatever the root is it's always masking another emotion and so we're going to get to the bottom of anger and resentment and five cures to it and how we can um i'm actually going to give you 12 bible verses today so you probably want to watch this one over and over again and just in case you miss it i have new podcasts every tuesday and thursday Sarah puts up new podcasts. It's Coffee with Kathy podcast. I hope you're listening to Coffee with Kathy podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. He says, I ain't scared of the truth. Hey, Laura, good morning. Good morning. 
Oh, hey, Sarah, good morning. Oh, my gosh, Sarah's with us today. Good morning. Um, and uh, whatever that root of whatever's causing anger, we, you, we'll talk about that another time. But today I'm going to give you 12 Bible verses and five steps to overcoming anger and resentment. It's so, so important to know to do better, right? Because when you know to do better, you should do better. Okay, number one, write this down, type it out. Everybody type it in the comments, okay? Control your temper. I'm going to help you with it. But just control your temper. Maybe you need to type it so that you, and you need to say it out loud, and you need to read it. So that way at least three of your senses are getting a hold of this, and you hear it, is getting a hold of this. Control your temper. We're going to just start with a hard one right away because it's hard to control your temper. I mean, have any of you got that all figured out where you control your temper, Right? Some, most of the time, I do control my temper. Amen. I probably say 98 or 99. I control my temper as much as the um, success rate is of, of 19. Amen. Come on. Which is like 99.98% people survive it. So uh, that's about how much I control my temper. That's right, Jim. Just type it out. Oh, Justin screamed it. Control your temper. This is, this is you telling yourself, pull yourself by the ear and say, control your temper. Because when people mistreat us, and there's nothing we can do about it, okay? Say somebody mistreats you, there's nothing you can do about it. You get mad, you stomp your feet, you say it's not fair, you kick rocks, you pound sand, whatever it is you do, in whatever country you're in. That's right, Kathy. Control your temper. I mean, look at parents. Us parents see our kids do this from almost the time they're born. And for sure when they can walk and talk, every kid is trying to make sure you as a parent know that everything's not fair. You know how they are. It's just not fair. How many times, if you know how many times your kids collectively have told you it's not fair, type that number in the comment right now. Anytime you've heard any of your kids all together say it's not fair, that's not fair. Life's not fair. Anytime you've heard that come out of your children, type the number in the comments. I'm just curious. I've got six kids, so my number is probably going to be 1,347,000,000 times. But let's see what your number is. Maybe some of you have kids who have never said, that's not fair. It's not fair. Life's not fair. He got it, and I didn't. She did it, and I didn't. You didn't let me, and that's not fair. Because your gut reaction is to get upset in the face of unfairness. You know, even as an adult, we train from an early age. It just is instinct that that's not fair. You know, somebody at your work gets a promotion and you don't. So your neighbor gets a new car and you don't. Your, one of your family members gets a new house and you don't. Um, oh, infinity. That's a good one, uh, Kathy. This sign, what is the sign for infinity? Um, they probably have an emoji for it. Oh, yeah, it's like this, Kathy. Look, it's probably in there. Type infinity in your emojis, and I bet it shows up. Not enough numbers to complete <laughs> this task. You're right, Justin. <laughs> so your gut reaction is to get in, is to, uh, uh, in the face of unfairness, is to get upset. It's true. 
But God's word, you know I'm going to take you to God's word always. God's word says we're supposed to control our temper. Do you know God's word says you're supposed to control your temper even in the face of unfairness, even when it's not fair, even when life isn't fair? The Bible says, Proverbs 19.11, if you have your Bible, you can turn there. Proverbs 19.11, sensible people. That's me. I'm a sensible person. I want to be a sensible person. Don't you want to be a sensible person? Of course you do. It says sensible people control their temper. Sensible people control their temper. They earn respect, right? Hashtag respect. You ought to just hashtag respect right now. They earn respect by overlooking wrongs. Now, how many times this week, has somebody wronged you? How many times this year has someone done you wrong song and you actually just overlooked it? You just said, I'm going to overlook it because that's Bible. That's a sensible person controls their temper and you actually can earn respect of other people. You can earn respect. Now, what if the respect is men isn't what you're after? Maybe you don't care if men, people respect you or not. Well, listen to this, James 1 19 and 20 says, understand this, you must all, all means all, that's all of us, you must all be quick to listen. I mean, how many times are we really quick to listen? Slow to speak, which is definitely not me. I mean, it's not my normal nature to be slow to speak. I will admit, I confess on Coffee with Kathy today, I confess, I am not always slow to speak. The Bible says I'm supposed to be. And slow to get angry. How many of you are slow to get angry? How many of you could go from zero to angry in 0.3 seconds? Hand up emoji. We all just being truthful here today because we're learning to do better and be better. How many of you really are slow to get angry? Like it takes a lot to get you angry. Oh, look at my muscles, man. Sarah's lighting is right, boy. Is, I just raised my hand to say me and then I noticed in there because we're on a little bit of a delay that I'm working on my muscles. I'm working on them. Okay, slow to get angry. How many of you would say, you know, I'm normally slow to get angry. Well, Sarah is, that person. If you're Sarah's personality, you probably really are slow to get angry. But my personality, people of my personality, are we are not slow to get angry. We are quick to get angry. Angry. But I guess there are some people out there that are slow. And then that's not all. Verse 20, human anger does not. Somebody say does not. Somebody type doesn't, does not. That's right, Kathy. I know some muscles going today. Human anger. Listen, your anger, the Bible says in James 1, does not produce the righteousness God desires. What? Game changer. I almost, I almost want to have another cup of coffee. I almost want another Keurig. That is so good. It does not produce the righteousness God desires. Ouch. Somebody say, ouch. So, yeah, you may not. You could brush off the respect of men and say, well, I don't really care if men respect me or not. But you will not be able to just brush off the righteousness of God. It doesn't go away so easily. Right? Luke 6.31 says, when we overlook wrongs, okay, when we overlook wrongs, like the Bible tells us to do in Proverbs 19, 11, overlook wrongs. When we overlook wrongs, 
We treat others the way we want to be treated. That's the golden rule. I'm treating you the way I want to be treated. So if you wrong me, I want to treat you the way you, to, I want to be treated if I wronged you. Right? And you say, well, what if the wrong that's done is something really big? Like, what if it's super, super big, huge? What if we just can't get over it? Can I tell you, you have a choice. Getting over it is a choice. It really is. It's a choice. Now, if it's something monumental like abuse, neglect, or something criminal, yes, you have to do something. You have to do something. Don't just get angry, but actually take action. And get somebody to help you to stop it if you can. Enlist the help of other people. This is why you need a church family. So that you can get help if somebody is abusing you or neglecting you or doing something criminal against you. You especially should have a pastor's wife that will teach you how to, well, I probably can't say that on Facebook, um, but teach you how to carry a sword. I could probably say that. You need a pastor's wife that could teach you a thing or two. Hey! Especially if it's the criminal part or neglecting part. But don't just get angry. Get, get people that can help you do something about it if you can't stop it yourself. Right? Number two, that was number one, control your temper. Everybody typed control your temper. This is an interactive uh, Bible study today. Should have brought the, I should have brought my baby Molly. And Molly could be here with us. Number two, this is going to be a long one to type out. But I want you to type it out anyway because I want you to see it and hear it and type it. Don't let your feelings control you. Do not, capital not, do not let your feelings control you. I'll just wait for you to type that out. Number one, you typed out control your temper. These are five keys to overcoming anger and resentment. I'm going to help you get rid of resentment and anger in your life. Amen. Hand up emoji if you're watching me so I know everybody that's on the line. Hand up emoji that you're here. Thank you for sharing the broadcast. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Coffee with Kathy podcast, all the time. Don't let your feelings control you. Don't let your feelings control you. Right. This is true, Laura. Feelings are deceiving. Your feelings will lie to you. Anybody ever had your feelings lie to you? You felt like somebody thought this about you and then you found out it wasn't true. You felt like somebody was in the house, but nobody was there. Your feelings will lie to you. You felt like somebody didn't like you, and you found out it, they really did like you. So feelings will lie to you. Don't let your feelings control you. And God recognized that sometimes we do get angry, okay? Often we need to, in order to remedy a situation, or to spur us on to action. Sometimes the only way you'll do something about it is if you get angry. Sometimes the only thing we do something about it is we get angry and then we'll act. We'll do something about it. We'll be proactive. We'll actually go do something to stop it. We'll do something. Good morning, Randy. I'm really glad you're here. Okay? Because Psalm 4.4 says, Don't sin by letting anger control you. Think about it overnight and remain silent. How many of you would have a problem with remaining silent? Probably me. Let me see if this hand is just as muscular. Oh, I'll check it on the camera. Raise your hand if you would have a problem remaining silent. Maybe in your past you've had a big problem remaining silent. 
you're getting better, amen. Kudos for getting better, but how many of us really can confess today that we have a problem shutting our mouth, right? We have a problem hushing it. Psalm 4-4, you should memorize. I'm giving you 12 scriptures, so they're mixed all in. You'll have to go back and write them all down. <laughs> How many hands up emoji? <laughs> Don't sin by letting anger control you. Psalm 4-4 says, think about it overnight and remain silent. He's saying, think about your situation. And if it merits getting upset, okay, it merits getting upset. Maybe this righteous anger is going to help me do something about it. It's going to make me stop it. You ever got to that place where you said, I'm just fed up with being this particular weight. I'm going to do something about it. You ever got fed up and angry with um, uh, your house being a mess and you said, I'm going to do something about it. That's okay. Right? Being upset isn't a sin. Come on. But being controlled by your feelings is a sin. If you let your feelings control you, that's a sin. Because listen to Ephesians 4, 26 and 27. And don't let sin, and don't sin by letting anger control you. So if you let anger control you and bitterness control you and resentment and frustration and upset control you, that is a sin. What? Well, this is good stuff today, just so you know. I clean when I'm angry too, Lord. <laughs> Listen, I ain't even seen moon pies sold in in uh, Canada, Lord, in Illinois. Yeah, because oh, would you believe it's because I was too quiet, right? And let sin don't sin by letting anger control you. So don't let your feelings control you because that is a sin. It also says don't let the sun go down while you are still angry. For anger gives a foothold to the devil. So it's okay to be angry about something that spur you on to do something about it. But it's not okay to go overnight with it. You can't be angry at your spouse and give them the silent treatment and go sleep in the other room. Can't sleep in the, put them in the doghouse. It, it's a sin. I'm not allowed to be angry overnight. Now, I have, I will say this, I have stayed up all night. Okay, so calm down. I have just not went to bed. I said, nope, I'm still angry, so I'll sit up in this chair for 24 hours so I won't be in sin because he done done me wrong song, so I stayed up all night because it says don't let the sun go down while you're still in your anger. So wrong, but I did, I did not go to bed one time. So I don't want the devil to have a foothold. Don't let the sun go down while you're angry. Find a way to work it out. Pray through it. Move past it before you give the devil an open road to your mind. And he'll start planting all kind of terrible thoughts in your mind. He'll plant all kind of schemes in your mind. He'll plant all kinds of stuff. He'll really get a hold of your psyche. Yes, he will. If you need to pick me up, if you don't know what to do, go do something nice for someone else. Go work at your food pantry. Uh, go, work, go volunteer somewhere. Go do something nice for somebody else you can, until you can fix it. Right? If you can't work it out, then go do something nice for somebody. Amen? Volunteer your time. Do good. That'll help you forget about who made you angry. That'll help you forget about what a bad day you had at work. That'll help you forget about what your spouse is doing or the way they're acting or the way they're misbehaving or, or causing a ruckus in your life, okay? 
Psalm 37, 8. Stop being angry. Turn from your rage. Do not lose your temper. It only leads to harm. How many of you with a thumbs up emoji would say, this verse in the Bible has happened to me. I have lost my temper and it led me to harm other people, either with my words or with my actions, my deeds, or what, what I didn't do, what I didn't say, maybe what I did do, what I did say. Thumbs up emoji. emoji. If this word has happened in your life, you did lose your temper and it caused harm. Because that's gonna, we're going to see how many people prove the word of God is true. Do not lose your temper. It only leads to harm. That's, that's Psalm 37 and verse 8. I'm giving you 12 Bible verses, 12 scripture to stand on, and five steps to overcome anger and resentment. Number one was control your temper. We typed it out. Number two, don't let your feelings control you. Every word of this is true. we got to stop being angry, people. Yes, thumbs up emoji. Not you, James Heights, you blessed bones. You ain't never lost your temper in Jesus' name, Pooh Bear, Pookie, Muffin Pet. Nope, you ain't never lost your temper and harmed anybody because you're an angel. This might be the first Bible study he's watched in years, at least in 2020, uh, what is this year, 2021? It's so weird, y'all. I keep like, I run this food pantry, and I keep like looking for expiration dates. And it's so weird because then I feel like every time I see 2022, I'm excited because I can, that, you know, it's not expiring anytime soon. So I keep thinking this is 2022 because I keep seeing 2022. There's probably a Bible verse somewhere with 2022, so there's some symbolic meaning behind it. Long, long ago, oh, okay, yes, in your other life, Boo, in your other life, you probably did lose your temper, amen, and, and, it, and it led to harm. So Psalm 37 is 8, is huge. Number three, we're getting there. We're doing good on time? Oh, yes, we are. Number three, oh, this is weird, okay, you pray. Pray. Number three, type the word pray. Five steps to overcome resentment. Number three, pray. Capital letters if you want. Pray, pray, pray if you want. Pray for yourself. Pray for the other person who is doing evil to you, who is harming you, who is making you frustrated and angry and upset and resentful. When's the last time, honest to God, when's the last time somebody hurt you Somebody caused you any ill will or ill feelings or offended you. See, the problem number one is, and I'll take this rabbit trail and come back to it. Problem number one is so many people want to be offended. There's a lady I know here, and, and she, you can just tell she wants you to offend her so she can snap at you. She wants to be offended so she can give you what for. Her life is so miserable. It's like a miserable, pond scum, miserable, puke, bottom of the pond life. But she wants to, not, not like here at my church, but like here in Illinois. Um, and not any of you watching, obviously, but, but pond scum. Okay, but listen, the bottom of the barrel, she wants to be offended. You have people like that in your life. Praise emoji right now. If you have people in your life who really, maybe at your workplace or your church, they want to be offended so bad. And that's the problem is people want to be offended so they won't pray for the person. They want their boss to 
um, get onto them or cause them some indignation or some problem so that they can harbor resentment. They want to harbor resentment. They like the way the drama feels of it. It's like, llama, llama, no more drama, but people love drama. I got a family member that loves drama. Not like my mom or nothing like that, but like extended family out, outside of that. They love drama. So you got to pray. But when's the last time I digress? I go back. When's the last time you prayed? They did you wrong song. I'm talking about they did you wrong maybe this morning before they walked out the door. And you stopped what you were doing and you started praying. You started praying in tongues. You were praying for yourself and you were praying for them. Not very many people. Because it's human nature. Our human flesh wants to, you hurt me, I'm going to hurt you. Hurting people hurt people. If you hurt me, I'm going to hurt you. Me too, Justin. I got the best mother-in-law on the planet. Amen. But hurting people hurt people. So it's not normal behavior. It should be. But it's not normal behavior to pray for somebody who wronged you. You know that person that cut you off in traffic? You know that person that blew past you? That person that drives slow in front of you and then drives fast when you're trying to pass them? Why do people do that? Let's digress on that for a minute. Stop doing that. If, if somebody's trying to pass you, let them pass you. Stop speeding up and slowing down. This is why I fly. We don't have these problems if you fly. This is so, this is so true. So, number one, control your temper. Number two, don't let your feelings control you. And number three, we're just now starting, you pray. Pray for the situation. But when can you honestly say, because I want you to do this next time. Next time somebody makes you mad. Next time somebody frustrates you. Next time somebody causes your blood to boil. And you know that feeling when you just start shaking and you like looking for a knife or something somewhere to cut your steak with? Listen, because I don't want to be censored or anything, so i got to be careful what I say because everybody's getting banned like from Facebook for 24 hours, Justin. Um, so, or how many hours? Probably three days. Pray about it. I want you next time they do that, seriously, I want you to stop and say no. I'm going to control my feelings. I refuse to get angry. I refuse to harbor resentment and bitterness. I refuse to even get upset. You know what, Kathy? I'm not even going to get upset. I'm going to go straight to my father. And you start praying for them, praying for them, especially if they're your wife. If they're your wife, pray for them. She don't mean to always bother you and upset you and make you angry. I love you, boo-boo. Pray for her. Sometimes she's just having a bad day. <laughs> Pray for her. This is good, right? This is good. Not me. I pass everyone. Oh, can you turn up the volume? You want me to pull that cut? Listen, we didn't have a sound check today, so everybody needs to calm down. Calm down. Turn your volume up. See, there, that was great. I prayed for y'all before I got frustrated or angry. No, I'm kidding. It's Sarah's fault. So pray, and here's what you do. You pray that your heart would be softened and that you would forgive. Your prayer sounds like, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. If we're supposed to emulate the Father, if we're supposed to be like Jesus, if we're supposed to do what Jesus did when he walked the earth, then our prayer would be forgive them. Forgive Kathy for she knows not what she does. Forgive Kathy for being the way she is. 
I was just being nice. You ain't got to say I pray a lot. You ain't got to, like I was even, wait a minute, is this, is this, is this to me? Is you testing me on resentment and anger Bible study? James Hutchew, calm down, son. Get some coffee. Calm yourself down. Get some coffee. Pray that your heart will be softened and you'll forgive. Father, I forgive him, for he knows not what he is doing. He needeth to mind his own business. Because listen, people can't change people. That's a hashtag. Hashtag right now. People, <laughs> Carrie Ann's on the, on the line. Well, Carrie, just get here when you can, honey. You missed number one, which was control your temper. You're supposed to type control your temper. Number two, you're supposed to type don't let your feelings control you. And number three, you're supposed to type pray. So, Carrie, you got some catching up to do. Yes, boo-boo, you must drink coffee. But hashtag this. People can't change people. So many of us are trying to change people. Do you know there are people out there that actually marry people believing they will change them? Mind blown emoji. Mind blown emoji right now. Some of y'all need to keep some of these emojis on your recent so you can get quicker on the draw. You're too, you're too, um, you're too slow today. Come on, get with the program. It's coffee with Kathy. Not tea with Kathy, it's not water with Kathy, it's not protein shake with Kathy, it's coffee. And that helps you to get quicker on the draw, amen? But mind-blowing emoji, there are people out there that marry people and believe they will change them. Well, I know he has this bad habit right now, but I'll change him. Well, I know she has this bad habit, but I'll change her. No, you won't. People can't change people. I mean, you know... The sex might change them for just a little bit, but eventually, after a little bit, you're not going to even use that to change them with. Amen. People can't change people. If I wasn't controlling my temper in my mouth, I would be under the jail. This is true, Carrie. You've been doing a lot better. You've been doing a lot better, so trophy ribbon for Carrie. Let's order her one and mail it to her. She has been doing better with her mouth. Amen. So, hashtag... Or we're just typing, people can't change people. Do you know that God is the only person that can change people? Okay? God can change people. But the only way he's going to do that is if you're praying for it. We have to pray for him to change people. And listen, you need to be changed. I need to be changed. The person that harms you needs to be changed. The person that aggravates you and irritates you and just messes with your head needs to be changed we all need to be changed give yourself permission to just focus on you for right now for right now you pray for you to be changed stop focusing on them stop focusing on the problem the circumstance the situation stop focusing on that and say god what do i need to change about me what do i need to learn in this thing right here what do you want to change about me that's going to be so huge huge Ask God to get rid of your anger. Ask him to get rid of these feelings. God, this thing I'm feeling about what they've done to me, I need you to take that from me because your word says I'm not supposed to let my feelings control me and I'm not supposed to harbor any of these bad feelings against anybody. Right? I know it's a rotten situation you find yourself in. I know it. 
I've been in a lot of them. But the Bible says you must put them all away. Listen to what you have to put away. The Bible says, not coffee with Kathy says, the Bible says you have to put away anger. You have to put away wrath, malice, slander. Some of us are so quick to slander the person. And God's trying to change them. God's trying to work on them. And we're slandering them. Look up the word slander. Read all about the definition of slander. And obscene talk from your mouth. That's what we're supposed to put away. We're supposed to put that off. We're supposed to get it out of us. And then if you read Colossians 3, you should read the whole chapter of Colossians 3 because it says what to put on. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved. Do you know you are holy and you are beloved? You are God's chosen one. Amen. You're to put on compassionate hearts. You're to put on kindness. I know they slapped you in the face. Turn the cheek. I know they kicked you while you were down. Kindness, humility, meekness, patience. Have patience. And then it says, bearing with one another. The Bible says, I'm supposed to bear with you. I'm supposed to handle it. And if one has a complaint against another, you're supposed to forgive. As the Lord has forgiven you, you must also forgive. Colossians 3, go read the chapter. It's so good, especially 8, 12, and 13. You des- yes, you deserve better than the way they're treating you. I get it. It's not about them. It's not about your problem. I'm just talking about you and your heart, how God's going to change you, you asking God to change you. Number four, we're almost there. Forgive. Type the word forgive. So you've now typed control your temper. Don't let your feelings control you in the comment section. Type pray, just one word. And now you're going to type one word forgive. Forgive. Number four out of five steps to overcoming anger and resentment. Number four, pray that you can forgive the person who's hurt you. Pray every day, every minute, every second if you have to. If you have to stay in a constant state of praying to forgive, do it. Pray. Father, I forgive them. Father, I forgive them. You forgive them, Father. Forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. They have no idea what they're doing. They don't even know they're sinning against you. They're not even sinning against me. They're sinning against you, Father. Please forgive them. I forgive them. I forgive them. You might have to say, I forgive them with clenched teeth and your face as red as can be and your fist shaking. It don't matter what your stance looks like. Calm down. It's fine. Just man up. But what needs to come out of your mouth is, I forgive. I forgive. If you have to say it all day, every day, for days and days and days, I forgive. I forgive. I forgive. I forgive. And eventually, your, your body will line up with what's coming out your mouth. Listen to uh, Ephesians 4. Get rid of all bitterness. Get rid of rage. Get rid of anger. Get rid of harsh words. Sometimes we can tear somebody up one side and down the other with just the words of our mouth. You calling up your friend, talking about that no good, dirty, rotten scoundrel, let me tell you what they did. Harsh words, slander, that's not okay. As well as, as if all of that wasn't enough, the Bible says, Ephesians 4, as well as all, somebody type the word all, capital letters, 
all types of evil behavior. All types of evil behavior? I got to get rid of all types of evil behavior? Instead, be kind to each other. Tender-hearted. This is tough, y'all. I'm just thinking right now about the last person that irritated me. And the Bible's telling me I got to have a tender heart toward them. Forgiving one another, verse 32, as God forgive you. It's the golden rule again. It's doing unto others as you would have them do unto you. Treat the person that's hurt you with the same tender heart kindness you would treat your newborn baby. You would treat your kids. Kindness, tenderness. Treat them the way you want to be treated. You know how you read that, you know, holding on to unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. It's a true meme. Holding on to unforgiveness has, will produce, manifest so much ill, sick disease in your life. Every moment that goes by that you hang on to unforgiveness, it's eating you up. You're dying on the inside. Your life is being cut short. That's the Bible. Okay? Because it affects every part of your body. It manifests intention. Some of you need to just drop your shoulders right now. Some of you are so tense. Your shoulders is up. You just take a deep breath. Everybody take a deep breath. <sighs> huh? Yeah, oh yeah, relax your eyebrows. That's good, that's good. Relax your eyebrows. Some of you just need to, you're so tense. Just relax. Calm, calm down. It manifests in tension. It manifests in stress. When you don't forgive people, you will have stress. You will have tension, right? You will have sickness. Eventually, your body just gets sick on the inside, and it'll just eat you up. And you'll be angry. Luke 6, 37. Do not judge others and you will not be judged. Do not condemn others. Or it will all come back on you. And you say, what? Do not condemn others. You know how many times we condemn people? You know how many times we judge people? Do you know that all of that that we're doing on that other person will come back on us? You will reap Everything you sow, if you sow harsh words and slander and gossip and discord, you will reap it. It will come back inside you. We have to repent. Today's a good day to repent. And Father, if I've ever judged anybody and I forgot about it, I repent. That's kind of prayer. If I've ever talked bad about anybody, Father, I repent. Because it'll all come back on you and you'll be eat up with it. Forgive others, Luke 6, 37. And you will be forgiven. And I want to be forgiven. I need to be forgiven. I have to be forgiven. Because I want to make it to heaven. We're required to forgive as the Father has forgiven us. It's not optional. This isn't an optional thing. Forgiving them is, well, I'll get around to it. Well, I'll forgive them when they apologize. Well, I'll forgive them when they have restitution. When they actually do what they're supposed to do and make it right, then I'll forgive them. No, 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 hunty, no, hunty. Number five, we, are, we made it. Love, capital word, love, 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 love. Forgiveness is one thing, y'all, but love is an entirely different thing. Love. 
Loving your enemy. I'm talking about the very person that's hurt you is required in scripture. It's not suggested in scripture. It's required that we love. You don't uh, want to act in a loving way towards a person that's hurt you. Not at all. Very, very few people at any given time want to love the person that has hurt them. I know just a handful of people. I could count on one hand the amount of people I know who really have a good handle on unconditional love. Love people who talk about them. Love people who stab them in the back. Love, 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 love. And y'all, I'm not on the fingers. None of them five fingers is me. Not yet. Amen. Say not yet. My friend Carly, at Carly one time, uh, or, or somebody tagged Carly, but Carly is one of five people I know and then Sarah, my daughter Sarah, is one of five people on my five fingers. But there's only three of you left. And since there's a whole bunch of you watching, some of y'all need to hear this. <laughs> You're like, is it me? No. No, honey. Some of you is not. Right? We don't want to act in a loving way when somebody hurts us. We want to hurt them back because we got a heart problem. Really, our soul is sick. It's true. Everybody start tagging Carly, and then she's going to be like, what? What? Pamela, you right. You might actually be one now that I think about it. Okay. I got sick. I, I can count on two hands the number of people who live this way. <laughs> and this is where prayer comes in. Being able to love unconditionally. Being able to not harbor unforgiveness and harbor bitterness and want to hurt them and want to get even. Me and Justin, we ain't like that. Amen? Not yet. But Justin, we have something to strive towards. There's something. We have goals. Hashtag goals. We, uh, listen, Justin, we can actually get to a place where we just don't want to retaliate. <laughs> we just actually love people. I'm preaching to myself today and maybe Justin. <laughs> this is where prayer comes in. Pray that you'll have compassion and kindness for that person. And you know what? Keep praying until it happens. Keep praying, Father, let me have kindness. Father, give me compassion. Please give me compassion. Help me to have compassion. Amen. See, Justin, hashtag goals. We have goals. We have things. We have goals. You're right, Laura. Pat and Steve. Pat and Steve are the other people I, I had on my list that just love unconditionally, y'all. And some of us need to hang around those people more so we can learn how to love unconditionally. I, I'm up to two hands. I can count on two hands. One point with me. That's right. And you know why? Luke 6.35, love your enemies. The Bible says I have to do it. Be good to them. I have to be good to my enemies. I have to love them and I have to be good to them. Lend to them without expecting to be repaid and your reward from heaven will be very great. How many of you need some very great rewards from heaven? Hand up emoji. That's me. You will truly be acting as children of the most high God for he is kind to those who, oh, wait, wait, you will be truly acting as children of the Most High, for he is kind to those, oh, I think it's supposed to say, for he is not kind to those who are unthankful and wicked. He is not kind. So he is kind to those who are thankful 
and good. I need Luke 6.35. Let me see real quick. Because that's not the, we got a typo on my paper and that we ain't about to have that. Nope, not happening, Luke 6.35. Everybody look up Luke 6.35. We just take a minute. Y'all can help me. Yes, love your enemies, do good to them. Oh, no, it is right. Okay, it ain't a typo. Love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, because He is kind and to the ungrateful and wicked. So if God is kind to the ungrateful and wicked, guess what I'm supposed to be? Hashtag kind. Hashtag kind. That's right. He's kind. I'm supposed to be kind. This, this verse goes on to say that even sinners are kind to those who love them, but it takes something special to be kind to an enemy. Even, even a, um, an unsaved person will be kind to somebody who's kind to them. So you being kind to kind people is no big deal, right? But being kind to your enemy, that's a whole nother ball game. So, you know, some of all y'all need to be sending me flowers because that's a kind thing to do if I've been your enemy. I like wildflowers and I like all kinds of, yeah. You see, you don't have to get vengeance. The point is, and I'm almost done, you don't have to get vengeance. It's not yours to get. It's God's alone. Vengeance belongs to him alone. We're called to love God and love one another. The end. We're called to love God and love one another, period. Romans 12, you ought to read Romans 12 and memorize it too. That's really good. 17, never pay back evil with more evil. And how many times have you really tried to pay them back? I'm going to get them. I'll get them back. Well, I know what I'll do. I'll give them the silent treatment. Well, I know what I'll do. I'll slam the door. Well, I know what I'll do. I'll just get in my car and I'll just leave. Well, I know what I'll do. I'll repay their evil with evil and I'm better at evil. I'm like Miss Evil, capital E. My middle name is evil. No. The Bible says you never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see that you are honorable. Ain't that good? Do all that you can to live at peace with everyone. Can you say today, I am living at peace with everyone in my life. I really am at peace. Can you say that today? Can you say, think of everybody you know, everybody you work with, everybody you know, everybody you go to church with, everybody in your family, everybody in your extended family, your in-laws and outlaws and all the law, the law. Are you at peace with it? It says, never take revenge. Leave that to God. The Bible says, I will take revenge. I will repay them back, says the Lord. Instead, guess what? If your enemy is hungry, guess what you're supposed to do? Feed them, not burn their house down. If they're thirsty, you know what you're supposed to do? Give them something to drink. Not give them a silent treatment. Not unfriend them, not block them. Although I will unfriend and block you, just so you know. If you go acting a fool on my page, I will unfriend and block you. In doing this, but, but back to the Bible verse, don't, take, don't, do, don't do as I do, do as I say. <laughs> Your mom ever said that? Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. You see, Jesus didn't just die for you, friend. He died for that person that's irritating you. He died for them. He died for that boss, that no good boss that 
is mean and hateful and puts all the work on you and won't give you a raise. He died for your spouse. He really did. He died for your ex-wife and ex-husband. He died for them, right? He died for the person who hurt you. He loves both of you exactly the same. He loves you both the same. He loves you both the same. Because you were both sinners, he died for both of you. Different story, different sin, same stripes on the back, people. You have a different story. Your sin is different than theirs is, but he took the same stripes on his back for both of you. So, God has not destined us for wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord, who died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, we might live with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you endured. So I hope I've encouraged you today. I hope I've built you up in these five steps to overcoming anger and resentment. If you actually go back through and listen with a pen and paper, you're going to collect 12 Bible verses that help you with anger and resentment. Don't forget, I got new podcasts um, on my uh, Coffee with Kathy podcast. So if you listen to podcasts, or if you don't, you should start listening to podcasts because everything I've ever preached or teached or anything gets put on the podcast, so you can just listen 24 hours a day to Coffee with Kathy. Amen. One time I was going to read the Bible out loud so that people could hear my voice, my accent, reading the Bible out loud, and I throw in all kinds of um, commentary along the way, but that takes a lot of time. I mean, it takes 70 hours if you read the entire Bible out loud at a slow pace, but with commentary, I probably need 100 hours. So I'm going to need 100 hours. Okay, James. I started off. Is it? <sighs> Father, forgive him, for he knows not what he does. I forgive him, Father. I forgive you, James Heitshu. Top 50. If you'd like to sow into Coffee with Kathy, you can sow today. You can donate today. Hashtag donate on this um, teaching right here. Teach. I said teached. Did I say that? But that's probably a proper word. Everything I've ever preached and teached, that's proper, <laughs> is on a podcast. Coffee with Kathy podcast. I don't get what. I don't get it. That is totally proper. You, you, can, you can even spell it so it is a word. Is it underlined? When you typed out the word teach, did it underline? Does Siri say that ain't a word? It's a word, people. Hashtag donate on Facebook or RiversideRockford.com to give slash give to give because we is feeding lots of people. Every time you give, it, it goes into the bellies of a lot of people. And so don't forget, one way you can give as well is to get my book, my daily devotional journal. Remember, the more, you know to get these for Christmas because the more we give out, the more I'm going to be on the top top 110 five seller list. And new, I'm going to be on the New York Times bestseller list. Just watch. And you're going to see my book in every bookshelf. You just watch in Jesus' name because all y'all agree with me. But get your devotional and start, devo start writing. Start devotionaling. Start devotionaling. Okay, that's a word. There's places in the book for you to devotionaling. Do that. Type that word. James Haishu. 
But I love all y'all. Go make it a coffee drinking kind of day in Jesus' name. And, and if you see anybody drinking decaf, just slap them upside the head. I hope you slap somebody today. But listen, in case you didn't know, you say, well, where's my scripture for it? Wait, don't, don't, calm down because my friend sent me this uh, picture. When you got a friend that can do scripture together with you, you've got, you've arrived. You've got a friend. Listen to this, Psalm 37, Psalm 37. Arise, O Lord, rescue me, my God. Slap all my enemies in the face. Shatter the teeth of the wicked. Some of y'all didn't know Psalm 37 even existed. So I hope you find somebody and biblically slap them today. Go make it a coffee drinking, slapping kind of day. I love all y'all. Introducing the Coffee with Kathy Daily Devotional Journal. It has daily encouragement, confessions, reading plans, and more. Available on coffeewithkathy.com or Amazon Prime. You can also check out the Coffee with Kathy sweatshirts, coffee mugs, and bundles on coffeewithkathy.com. Also, if you haven't already, take a minute to subscribe to the Coffee with Kathy podcast where you can get encouraged weekly. Now go make it a coffee drinking kind of day.